and welcome to another episode of Dependa Splaining! 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 <laughs> this is the podcast where we provide you with all the information you need to live as a Dependa, as your best Dependa in your best Dependa life. And I am Veronica, a fellow Dependa. And I am Jen. Jan. Jan? Jan. 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 Hey, Jan. <laughs> Jen. I love you, Jen. I. <laughs> uh, and here we are on another episode. But first, I'm going to tell you how you guys can reach us if you have any concerns or questions, information, comments, recipes, funny stories, secrets, whatever you guys want. Ooh. You can do so at dependasplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then don't forget to rate and subscribe on any of your listening platforms, any or all of your listening platforms. We highly appreciate it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Please get at us with all of your stories, recommendations. We love to hear them. We are mm-hmm. also on the Milso Muster app where you can find us. If you subscribe to that Milso Plus monthly subscription, four ninety nine a month, you can't go wrong. And she has an update on her Milso work category. Mm-hmm. What you can do on with this Milso work category that she's got up on the app is job seekers. You can find employment opportunities in your area or even re- remote employment. Job postings from legitimate companies and recruiters. And you can offer services to Milso's. Uh, such as photography, web design, homecoming signs, etc., and allow past customers to leave you a review. Oh, also, wow. with that, recruiters and employers can post um, job openings there and make them available to the military community, share details about the job opening and expectations, keep track of applicants in one convenient portal, and update at your convenience. Oh, that's awesome. You can't get better than that. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for all of us because that's now available to all of us. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Subscribe to that Milso Muster. Mil Plus. Milso Plus. Milso Plus. You'll know when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> I always botch something of it. You know, I, it's just, that's just me. That's just Jen. Jen doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> it wouldn't be dependent-splaining if we did it. Oh, it's true. Something up. This is real life. Because we don't know what we're doing. No. We just, this is also the podcast where we just like listening to ourselves talk. Yeah, all the time. So, it's where we catch up we on win. life and what's been going on with each other the past like week. You know, mm-hmm. we can actually chat and see what's happening and yeah, vent. <laughs> Yes, Jen and I spent a good half hour just now venting. Mm-hmm. Mostly me just venting about a situation. But I, um, we have good news, right, Jen? Your closet behind you is now filled to the brim with all sorts of goodies that you haven't seen in months. Yes, if you all could just see my video right now, you would know <laughs> that I'm just surrounded by my clothes again. Surrounded by stuff. <laughs> I am inside the closet this time and I'm fully shut in. And it's, it's a lot hotter in here than I thought it would be. <laughs> There's no airflow. Oh. But that's okay because I'm f- surrounded by my things. Got all my... It's... I love... I love getting my stuff every time you move and then you mm-hmm. get your things and 
you go through all the boxes and the totes and stuff, you find stuff that you totally forgot that you had. So yes, there was one tote that we hadn't gone through since we since before we moved to the UK. We just had packed oh. some things in it and totally forgot about it. The packers had, pa- you know, wrapped stuff up because they got to do that. And mm-hmm. we saw it and it was like, oh, these are just like wall decorations. We'll just put it away. We can't put anything on the walls that well right now. So it's fine. And then here oh. I went through all of the totes and reorganized, got rid of so much stuff. And I went through this tote and I was like, oh, my God, Dave, here's your drill charger that you didn't know where it was. And we had to order you a new one. And oh, my God, oh, do you remember shit. these pictures? And oh, my God, that's where that was. And, oh, it's quite entertaining. Oh, it's quite entertaining. Isn't it? Yeah. So so Kyle has a thing where he just likes to pile shit up mm-hmm. and he thinks that's the solution to organizing, right? <laughs> but so we had a, a box full of just cables and wires that we didn't know what they went to and he just put them in there. So on on Mother's Day this year, I I got drunk in the morning very early. I was and I was watching him sort through this and I was helping him sort through them and I was like, I don't know what that is. Throw it away. That was my solution to everything cuz that usually yeah. is my solution to everything. Just throw it away. Yes. We don't need it cluttering the house. So we condensed that huge tub into just a few wires that we needed or cables or whatever you want to call them, plugs, um, to the electronics. And then just going through the house and stuff, I found um, <laughs> our our bed, our bed frame, like the box that it sits on is uh, electric and it raises up and down. So it's like adjustable, an adjustable bed base. I threw away those cables. Those were part of... Yeah, and that tangle of mess. I remember looking at them like, these are a weird plug. And oh, I no. threw them out. Oh, and no. so now we don't, we have a bed that does, it's an adjustable bed and we can't get it to move. <laughs> it's like, great. Because we hadn't used it here because of the voltage. Right. Right? It's not, we can't use it. So I don't know. Oopsies. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to reorder them. Yeah, the company's still there. It's an actual company. Um, so I'm going to call them, give them a call and see if we can get new ones. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. But yeah, we just threw all that shit out. I went, we went through every single box in our garage, every single thing. And we got rid of so much and our garage is not very organized right now because we have tons of stuff still in there that needs to get donated, but everything is now sorted through and I know what's going to stay, what's going to go. Yeah. It's. But I, yeah, it's like that. It's like you open boxes and you're like, wow, I forgot I had yeah. this or where did this come from? Yeah. So I don't think I'll have that feeling, but it'll still be exciting to see our stuff when it our w- stuff it gets is. shipped. No matter what, even like some things that I remember being packed up, I'm still like, oh, I forgot mm-hmm. this was packed and I was wondering where this mm-hmm. went and all those things. I I did take your advice though um, because we were just like, rolling through boxes every time they would bring boxes in i was just like taking a box into the kitchen unpacking it and putting stuff away as fast as i could mm-hmm. so that they could take all the boxes because they would not come back and they would really? they will not come back and pick them up i don't know if it's just a covid what? thing or if it's just here they're just i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> okay we got rid of all the boxes but what i did was i took your advice and i Every time I unwrap something, I flatten that paper out and smashed it to the bottom of the box. And I was like, I'm yeah. getting all this paper in here. 
Like Veronica yeah. told me to. It worked out really well. Yes. It helped. It does, right? Yeah. It helps you break down other boxes instead of having just piles and piles of paper and boxes. I had one designated box for that paper. When that one got filled up, moved on to another yep. one. Yeah. And then it, that paper is great for the kids to draw on. <laughs> it is. But then I discovered that we have a lot of sketchbooks and papers as I unboxed a lot of their stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we don't really need yeah. to keep any right now. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have that problem because today yeah. I was trying to write a note to the teacher and every single page I turned on one of the notebooks had an alien or a unicorn <laughs> or some sort of angry looking creature on it or scribbles. And I was like, great. <laughs> Yeah, my children like to doodle on everything. It's um, it's uh, personalized notebook paper. Yeah. yeah, don't mind this angry looking emoji. Yeah, <laughs> you're on the note I wrote you. Yeah, yeah, letting you know that my son is practicing his cursive and he's doing wonderful, as Aww. you can see by the doodling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so glad you have your stuff, Jen. It's a relief. It feels like it, home. Yeah. Yes. So much more like home. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good, good, good. Why can't we hear your story you have for us today? Yes. Are you ready for the story? So, so ready. Okay. Been ready. Like I told you before, it's um, it's kind of short. It's, it's, it's very, it's just super sad and very heartless and, uh, but it, it mm. intrigued me to learn about, um, about this one. Okay. So, so this is the murder of army wife. Avery Boykin. So now her name was pronounced, I believe me, I looked it up many times trying to pronounce her name. Her name is spelled A-B-R-E-E. And somebody pronounced it Aubrey. Somebody pronounced it Avery. Someone pronounced it Abri. So I'm just trying to do my best here. I am oh. not trying to offend her. So I'm just gonna Never. I'm just gonna go Never. with with Avery because that's just kind of what it looks like. And uh, my apologies if yeah. it's not the right pronunciation. Avery Boykin was a 24 year old army wife living on post at Fort Stewart, which is in Georgia. She was married to Sergeant Sean Boykin, who was assigned to Fort Stewart's First Armored Brigade Combat Team, Third Infantry Division. They have such long names for their units it's it's crazy mm -hmm. at this time sean was deployed to south korea every night just like clockwork sean would call his wife at around 3 a.m to check in but on the night of july 9th 2018 i wasn't for sure actually on the full night it was either the 9th or the 10th that this okay. happened either like the morning of the 10th or the night of the 9th i'll probably get that better um as we progress in this story anyway Okay. So, but we're in 2018. So, just a couple years ago, mm -hmm. um, Avery did not answer. So, right away, her husband knows that something's wrong because she always will answer his phone call no matter what. Yeah, they had a standing date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they were just from pictures that I saw, they just looked like they were so in love. They just were that, like, sweet, loving couple all the time, like, obsessed with each other type of thing, you know? So you're not going to miss a phone call when your husband is deployed. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Sean then contacted the military police to do a welfare, welfare check on his wife. When they entered the Boykins on post house, they found Avery Boykin shot to death 
and her black oh. Honda Accord was missing. Oh. Yeah, we're getting right into it. It's, we're into it. And pretty much from there, they didn't have a whole lot. There was not much they could go off of. The family is absolutely devastated. It was just, it was terrible. They didn't know w- what to expect. The husband's gone. They don't know who is on base. They, the family is frustrated because they're like, there are cameras everywhere. She lives on post. You're going to see a camera mm-hmm. of her car coming on base, and you're going to see the right. camera shot of her of her car leaving as well. Leaving. So why can't yeah. you give me any information, you know? They're they're pretty frustrated. I would be too. Yeah. Because... Especially when you're supposed to be on a secure location. Right. Exactly. You know, I think that's, that's the mentality we have. It's like we're on base, we're secure, people sleep with their doors unlocked all the time. Yeah. You feel you just feel safer that you know that you're like really yeah. protected. So, mm-hmm. and they should be angry because it wasn't until June of 2019, so almost a year later. Oh, um, a man named Staffan Jamar Davis pleads not guilty in the charge of premeditated murder of Avery Boykin. So they find this guy. There's like. There's a, the information they have on it is so weird because it's all like all over the place and it's not Mm. ever really clear on how they got to the fact that they found the guy Mm -hmm. who they then uh, charged with her murder. Like if he was always a suspect. Yeah. They haven't. Or that's just not. They haven't gone into a lot of that detail. Yeah. But they found him. Something that they haven't disclosed. Yes, but the, he pleads not guilty. Um, it's also oh. released that he is also charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Not good. So that's that's a clue there, I guess. He has the firearm, possibly, that has mm-hmm. um, shot her. He was then ordered to be held without bond and remained in custody of the U.S. Marshals Service. He was held at Liberty County Jail. They found and arrested Davis in Palm Beach, Florida. So not too far. So now, and now, jumping ahead again to September of 2020 this year. Mm-hmm. Stefan Davis now has pled guilty to pre- premeditated murder and possession oh. of a firearm by a convicted felon for the shooting death of Avery Boykin. Okay. I told you guys, kind of a short story, but... There's some just some crazy facts that come along with this, and just it's, it's really sad. Okay. So Davis admitted he was a childhood friend of Avery's. Oh, so they knew each so other. So they knew each other, and um, or does he claim that? He cla- he claims that. I mean, obviously we don't know. So none of the family ever actually um, backs that up. There isn't any like articles or details on the family saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, he is." He knows, you know, my daughter, you know, stuff like that. So from what he says, he knows, which I guess in the sense would kind of make sense because he got on post with her. He was at her house. Mm -hmm. I don't know if like, I mean, it could have been where he was, he came on post with somebody else and then saw her and I don't know. That's Wait, so he wasn't in the military himself? He's not in the military at all. No. Okay. Yeah. He is not. He's not affiliated whatsoever. I will tell you about a little bit of his background in a bit, too. Okay. But there's no say on why or what happened while he was at her home that led to him shooting her to death. Like, there isn't any 
that there's nothing out that says why what happened right you know like if there was an altercation or yeah exactly yeah, what the reason was okay right there's nothing that's out there that suggests any motive davis admits to shooting and killing her in the early morning hours of july 9th 2018 he then flees fort stewart in her car mm-hmm. so now just a few days ago in just this month of october 2020 another man is accused of lying and destroying evidence with this case. Devin Ryan, who's 30, from Hardyville, South Carolina, was indicted in federal court. He faces charges of obstruction of justice, use of firearm in commission of a federal felony, and false declarations before a grand jury. He's a great person. (laughs) Yikes. Yes. So convictions of these can carry a penalty of up to 75 years in a federal prison without parole. Bye. Yeah. I mean, like, he didn't do any of the actual, you know, he did not do any of the shooting, but he can, <laughs> like, he's still in still. jail pretty much for the rest of your life if you're found mm-hmm. guilty of all these. So these two men, Davis, who was the killer, and then Devin Ryan, had met in prison and were both on federally supervised release at the time of the murder. After the shooting, Davis called Ryan to help him get rid of uh, Avery's car. Ryan then impeded investigations by, quote, burning, altering, mutilating, and destroying a 2018 Honda Accord. And later provided, quote, materially false testimony. So he was, obviously, he was subpoenaed to testify at the initial case against Mm -hmm. davis where he pretty much lied at anything they asked him anything they asked him about the case to do yeah i had nothing to do with this no i don't i didn't do any of that so yeah Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. person sounds like it so the case is being investigated by the fbi and the army criminal investigation command and prosecuted by the u.s attorney's office there's been no sentencing for either of these guys yet i don't think Ryan has gone through his trial yet. I think he's just been indicted right now. Mm -hmm. So far, Davis, I mean, he pled guilty, but he hasn't gone through a sentencing yet. So I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that soon I will have a update for everyone on that because I'm really curious to know what this guy will be charged with and what, you know, I hopefully he stays Mm -hmm. the rest of his life in prison. Because this is horrible. Avery was loved by anyone who met her and was extremely close to her cousin, Adrian Haywood. They were just, like, connected at the hip, basically. They did everything together. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, they they did everything together. Mm -hmm. She was also very worried when she hadn't heard from her cousin because they talk every single day as well. And she didn't hear from her when she tried calling her multiple times. She drove down from, or she drove from Savannah to Fort Stewart and... Is where she found out about what was going on. So, a little background for these wonderful men. Stefan Davis has been convicted of bank robbery in 2010. He pled guilty to robbing a credit union of $8,000 at gunpoint. That's where he was Mm -hmm. in jail. Then Devin Ryan also pled guilty in 2010 for robbing the owner of a South Carolina pawn shop at gunpoint and stealing weapons and money. That Mm -hmm. is how both of them met, (laughs) basically. They were both in jail then. 
and for doing the same stuff pretty much yeah um yeah i read some articles on about this like i said there was a lot of news articles but they all were saying this just the same thing the very basic broad thing that they can that the media is able to put out right now i think what's going on Mm -hmm. is that it's still an ongoing investigation since nothing is fully set in stone and that is why we don't get like the full detail on all of that went down with this mm-hmm. and it's so sad because i mean i know i know like this was kind of a short and it was not like a whole lot of um a whole lot of a detail on it but that's as much as i could get and i just felt so bad for the fact that this poor this poor girl just in her prime is at home mm-hmm. and I mean, maybe she was still friends with this guy and was just like, yeah, sure, let, you know, whatever, let's hang out one night, old time's mm-hmm. sake, or, you know, who knows? And then some, who knows, an altercation comes up yeah. or something and it just turns deadly. Like, that is, that's not fair. And then the fact that her husband is deployed as well, I mean, I'm sure that just, like, ripped him apart. Like, you are a thousand of thousands of miles away from that and you can't even it's yeah heartbreaking he couldn't protect her and he couldn't be there right away and oh i wonder if he went in with the intention of stealing her car because it sounds like her car was brand new right you said it was a 2018 honda accord yes it was and this happened in 2018 so i wonder if that's if he went in with the intention of stealing it and something happened um, and she was his victim, but now you have the car that's, but I mean, that's, that's fucking ballsy to go on base and, and take it. But then again, like there was no video surveillance to look into it. I mean, they have, they have, they have to have video surveillance. They have it. I think just because of the, the fact that it's with the base and everything too, that they just can't. Put it out there right now i'm right. you know obviously with their stuff but it's still it's so frustrating because you know yeah there's i mean there's cameras everywhere on post you know that and you to do that mm-hmm. to get on post with you know who knows if he came on post with her you know i'm just assuming that he did that's just my opinion that he came on she went and met mm-hmm. him or something picked him up brought him to her house and and then to do that and just and leave with her car, yeah, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that takes a lot to do that. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear more details about this because it's like so many questions about the whole ordeal. Like, yeah, why was he there? Did he know her? What caused this? You know, for him, what caused them to like shoot her yeah. and kill her? And yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. What led to him? So many questions. I know. Again, sorry. Again, I'm again with the freaking stories with so many questions. I'm like, Jen, come on now. But I just couldn't help it. I don't know. I, you know, researching and I saw this one and I was like, well, it's not very long, but I'll just, I'll just do it because it's so fresh and so new. I mean, two years seems like a Mm -hmm. long time, but in reality with how, you know, the justice system works and everything, it's not... And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I hope that that has brought closure more to her family, though, uh, knowing the fact of who did it and the fact that he, you know, is charged and he's there. And 
Oh, God. And then to have that second person there, too, to help accomplice, be an accomplice to it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they get what they deserve, and that is forever oh. in prison. Yeah. To not see the light of day again. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh, wow. Well, I can't wait to hear more details. Like, I'm sure as time goes on, they'll release more stuff. Yes. So we'll be able to know. For sure. Great story, Jen. Thank you. Great. Oh, damn. Um, I don't, I don't really have information as much as this, uh, is, this is a discussion and we already talked about it a little bit before we started recording, but I guess it's even for better, for my better understanding of the situation. But, uh, as I've said before on previous episodes, we recently received our assignment. It's an overseas assignment. So we're overseas right now and we're going overseas again. Now, you have to get a medical clearance in order to go overseas. So you have to have paperwork submitted saying that you're in perfectly good health in order to travel to your gaining base. Even if you if you are not in perfect health, if you have special needs, medically, physically, however it is, you still need to be able to go to the gaining base so they can provide you with the proper care. So this is the issue we're running into right now. My son has, it's nothing severe. It's just like an irritant he has to plastic is what we've deduced from the past two years. Um, so we have seen an allergist and we have seen a dermatologist. Really, it's manageable and I just wanted a name for it if there was a name for it, but it's manageable. He, it doesn't affect his livelihood at all. He's fine. But with that being said, we had we went to get his uh, physical in order to be able to do this medical clearance before um, our next duty location. And I brought it up again. He has this issue, blah, 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 told him the symptoms. And uh, so she said, the doctor said, I can recommend dermatology and an allergist. I said, he's already seen the allergist. Um, it, he's not allergic to anything other than cats. And so she said, I'd still like to see, uh, um, just to be able to address it in a different manner. I said, okay. So she put in a referral, um, which you'll know we have to go through TRICARE and activate it. You have to call TRICARE, activate the referral, and then call the doctor to make the appointment. So we did that. The allergist didn't have any appointments. I went ahead and did one with dermatology, got him right in. We saw the dermatologist and she said there was no need for him to see an allergist. We think, you know, this is manageable. There's no need for any care whatsoever. Great. But all the paperwork had already been sent to our gaining base, right? For the clearance. So we, once we got done with that dermatology appointment, she said, go ahead and cancel the allergist uh, referral because you don't need to see it. So I did, and now our travel to our gaining base got denied because of this pending referral to see an allergist, and it has just locked up everything. So this got me to look into these programs that they offer because it was EFMP that notified us. And for those of you who don't know what EFMP is, it is a program specifically for members of the military, I'm sorry, dependents of active duty that have some sort of special need physically, mentally, medically. So EFMP stands for um, Exceptional Family Member Program. So this is, again, for special needs, for dependents with special needs. 
and you have to go through them still to be able to get a medical clearance to go overseas. I was like, why? Why, why, why? Why, why, why? And I still don't know. I still don't know. I still can't get any answers for it. We're not enrolled in EFMP. We don't have any need for it. No. Which this is a great program. It really is. It's a great program. But now it's like, why am I still having to go through them if I don't have anything? If if, if I did, it would have been addressed a long time ago, like all of a sudden. Yeah. So I don't understand. And it's really frustrating yeah. now that we're having to deal with them. Because I'm sure they have better yeah. things to do than to deal with family members that aren't even enrolled in it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're probably feeling the same. I know. I'm sure they probably feel the same way about it, too. It's just, it's a crappy situation. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So what I read into it is EFMP provides um, support in getting family members that have special needs to their, like, in, at their gaining base, or at their base, I'm sorry, their current post Whatever location you're at, they provide you with all the information you need in order to give you uh, better resources for the needs. If you have someone with, with a speech impediment, they can help you with that. They provide all the resources for it, whether it's on-base or off-base. They also provide you with like um, children with special needs. Um, to include um, autism or, you know, or even like physical disabilities. So if you have like, you need wheelchair access and all that, they provide you with like the housing to be able to move around in your own home. Um, Or people that need to see specialists like dermatology and an allergist, that is also in there. But I feel like things get a little dusty in the process, right? So... I'm just really frustrated with the situation right now because, yeah. like I said, they probably have better things to do than to deal with this. That, or myself, that's not in, in none of us are enrolled in EFMP, but now yeah. we're having to go through them to be able to resolve this issue because all we had was a referral. That referral yeah. got us denied. Now, we looked into our gaining base and it said they could not support the allergist. I said, okay, we don't need an allergist. The closest allergist they had was 30 miles away. Be like, Dude, I can I can drive that like if I yeah. have to. Now they yeah, they mean on base. They don't have it on base on post or you know in the camp. They don't have it there. That's that's what causes issues. And my my problem is like are you even looking into it? Are you looking into it? Was this issue resolved, you know? And this is to me this is this is the stigma that comes with um disclosing anything to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Anything, really. So I had a discussion with with my neighbor yesterday who she is trying to commission, right? And she is having issues because of something that she addressed years ago with her own health that got resolved. Nothing came of it. It was just a concern. Mm -hmm. And that concern was uh, was not a thing. It wasn't real. I mean, in her head it was, but in her body it wasn't. Because that concern was noted on there, she it's a possibility she can be disqualified to commission. And it's like, why? Why? Are you even looking into it? Did you look to see if this person's concern was an actual issue, was an actual, you know, a physical issue with her? But just because it was there, and again, and this is again with like mental health, people don't disclose their mental health 
for fear of not being able to move forward with this. And it's like, I understand that EFMP is there to be able to um, help the family members go stay together with their with their sponsor right and for that to happen is like they need to look for locations that have all everything that you need for the needs for the special needs of your family members i totally understand that and i totally support that right but now there's these issues where people like myself and my neighbor who don't have these issues and just because it was mentioned on a previous appointment now it's hindering everything it's like no we don't have the support therefore you can't come here it's like but you on base don't have the support but you have it off base um also did you look into it we don't need it (laughs) right we don't need it at all yeah so it is just um it was really frustrating right now so it's like how 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 does this work how does it work i don't understand it now so that was um something I wanted to look into. And it's like, again, like I said, EFMP is a great program. In order to enroll in EFMP, you have to fill out a um, DD-2792 form. Um, I believe it should be the same throughout all military branches from what I looked. But this form has to be filled out and signed by your doctor stating what your needs are. Then you can enroll in EFMP. This is the form that we're having to fill out as well. But it's not to enroll. It's just to up or to update that form saying that he doesn't need any special care and he won't need to see, you know, a specialist. So again, it's also a state by state guide and just early intervention into like special education services as well. Like you had mentioned before we start recording, it's like speech therapy, um, one-on-one work uh, mm-hmm. in school. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. If a child is like delayed in their education learning, I forgot how you word that, but they're just like behind where they mm-hmm. should be. That would qualify as it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I still don't understand why families that don't require EFMP still have to go through EFMP to get a medical clearance. So I don't understand that either. When So when we got our clearance to come here, everything, mm-hmm. once we did the medical part, once we sat down with the meeting, everything of our, all of our files, all the medical records had to be taken to EFMP for them to clear through everything. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because of an overseas thing. I mean, probably just because going overseas is just a lot more complicated and they have to make sure they can provide for all the families that go there. Yeah. But the f- I feel like you guys shouldn't fall under the AFMP category yet because you're not even enrolled in it you're not even there's not anything so i mean i understand where like if you're just if you're not even if it's like you're not really in efmp they're just the ones you have to work with in order to get this cleared in order for it to be sent over i guess that kind of makes sense since they deal with all of the stuff but it's just frustrating because there's no like direction with it. Right. And I feel like that's what the PCMs are for, right? They right. have they're the ones that we're seeing. They're the ones that are dealing with everything. They should be the ones that sign off on it cuz they do sign off on your clearance and they should be like, "Yes, they are fit for travel." Right. Great. On with the move. Just like your dentist. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like, what does that also include EFMP? Like if my child's going to need braces, eventually can you support that? Can you support that my child will need braces in 
you know, four years or something. Shouldn't that be FMP then? I, yeah, I know, right? Like, where does the, I like, where does the line get drawn? Because I know it's like, it, EFMP is so broad, like you can be under it for so many different reasons, which sucks because then a lot of people don't want to disclose the things that they have going on. Exactly. Like any kind of like really like simple anxiety. If you have anxiety and you want to get help for it, even if it's just a way of like, I want to go talk to somebody about it, but then that's on your record for forever. Mm-hmm. And that could hinder, you know, it's like right away you're like, oh my God, that could hinder us from going somewhere because we'll yes. see this. And if they don't have the support for it, then we can't go and it's my fault. And it's just, it's horrible. Yes, exactly. Yes, like anxiety and depression. If you like take medication for it and you need it to be able, you know, some people, can you take in consideration too that probably the location that you're at is causing you this anxiety and depression? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you're in an area where you're not getting enough sunshine, i.e., the UK. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's depressing in itself. Yeah. And you be like, well, I, I feel like if we moved somewhere sunny and warm, like it would really brighten up my mood wherever it is. And you get your assignment and it's sunny and warm assignment. And then because you have anxiety and depression, you can't go to your sunny and warm assignment now because you disclosed that at a, but it's like, yeah. well, what am I supposed to do? If I feel like this and I need help for it, but now it's going to hinder our our move, my husband's, or I'm sorry, my spouse's career, yeah. you know, as well. And now... Now I don't want to go get help. <laughs> yeah. And then what? And then if you are overseas and you're on the mandatory move, like you're going to get stuck with a shitty ass location that nobody yeah. wants to go to. <laughs> yes. So... We don't want that. I know. We don't want that's that. The fr- that's the frustrating part, too. And I know we talked about this before in a previous episode about, like, the stigma of mental health and that, like, it's yes. okay to ask for help because it really is. You need to do that. You need to help yourself no matter what. But I also understand where people come from where, like, I just don't want to get involved with all the entails because it is, like, yeah, like, you're like what you're going through is just like one little thing could hinder all of it and it just it sucks and like I know it's probably just like the you know what they have to go through and Dave was kind of explaining to me too because I was like oh my god like this is what's happening and this is this is ridiculous and he's like he's like they have a really good chance on still being able to go just because of you know like what you had already mentioned everything is i mean it 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 should work in your favor for you guys to go i hope so it's just a pain in the butt because he's like we have to understand because if there's doctors there and they can't help somebody for that reason or they send somebody who has a certain you know a restriction or whatnot on them but the doctor right. still signs off and then it's on that doctor, you know, for allowing them to come over to wherever they go. And then, you right. know, and so I like I understand that. But when it comes to like really simple things, mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't get it. Like <laughs> you don't even look at the full picture. Exactly. That's what ours was. Ours was a pending referral. Yeah. OK, if it would have been like oh you know upon review or your appointment review of what the condition is then we can say yes or no right but because it was a pending referral 
we got denied automatically and so automatically yeah. and i said that's why i was like do they even look into it like yeah. to what it was and what this issue is um so it's or like can they get in contact with the pcm here and be like what is the issue this is this issue. It's like oh there's a referral for an allergist fuck them like no way yeah. they can't enter the country there's an allergist 30 miles away but not here like obviously they don't know how to get around or anything so but that brings me to my next issue um because we are appealing it we are going to appeal it because there is nothing that we need um hopefully we will get accepted on this appeal because you can you can appeal it if you're in the same situation that I am even or if you're even if you are enrolled in EFMP and you feel that you are still able to move to your next duty station appeal it appeal it provide information okay i what i did was i looked up like doctors off post off base off camp that would provide us with these services also, uh, you can say, I will pay for them out of pocket. Like, it's fine. I can do it. Just keep appealing it. Don't go down without a fight. That's right. what I say. And that's what I've been telling my husband. I'm not going down without a fight. This has been our dream location since my husband joined. My husband, my husband has wanted to go to this location since he joined. So, and again, and I beat myself up for it for even saying anything, right? But anyways, um, you can appeal it. Another thing I did look at. Um, and I found my information on Military One Source and a lot of Reddit, a lot of subreddits that I was going through. And you can go with, like, your spouse, your active duty member can still accept the assignment. However, that person that is hindering your the process can go with you non-command sponsored so you can travel with them but you have do your research because some countries might not allow it you might not get sofa status in my case um per the government of this country my son will have sofa status but we probably won't get the benefits of having uh the the three dependents in my husband's case three dependents myself and my and the two kids um so he won't get that. He'll get two dependents pay instead of the three. And then we probably won't be able to live on base. For people that do want to live on base, this could be an issue. Mm -hmm. And so stuff like that, they can't go to school on base. And I was like, it's okay. I can homeschool. I already did that shit. We're fine. I was like, my son was an easy one to homeschool. <laughs> my daughter, not so much. She's crazy. So there's ways around it. There's ways around it. Number one, first one is appeal it. Provide all the information that you can go, why you can. Get with your doctor, your PCM. Um, get with uh, patient advocacy on base as well. They can help you. EFMP, if they're there to help you, they can help you. But don't give up. Like, just check up on them as much as you can because these people have tons of other things to go. And you need to jump on their back and be like, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere until my problem gets resolved. Right. Yeah. And if if it can, if it can't happen, then it can't happen. I understand that. You know, uh, you got to think of your special needs dependent. And it's like, is this move going to be beneficial to my to my dependent, to my child, to my spouse? You know, is it beneficial to them? Do I have the resources in order to take care of this condition that they may have, you know, or that they do have? 
my case is separate. We don't have any condition. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. my son's uh, plastic irritant is manageable. I'd be like, just keep balloons and erasers out of your mouth, dude, and we'll be fine. <laughs> and that's what it. And that's what it is. You know, I'd be like, quit sticking those Nerf darts in your mouth. Yeah. Look at that. See what happens. You're no fine. No more Capri Suns with the straw. No more Capri. I don't know what it is about the Capri Suns and those little juice boxes. Some sort of coating inside too that just makes them break out. Yeah. But other than that, he's fine. Happy little monster and no no issues here. Yeah. So like I said, just don't go down without a fight. Do your research. Make sure it's a good location for you. Um, if you're looking to, if you're looking into EFMP for yourself or your, your dependents, it is a great program. They have everything you need to be able to find a location, to find resources for your needs. It is a great program. Um, again, you have to go through your PCM and they fill out this paperwork and then you get enrolled. They have meetings, like they, they do special things with the children and they, um, they even have, like I saw here in the UK, I saw them where they did like sensory friendly movie showings, like yeah. at the movie theater. So I think yeah. like the like I think they turn off they turn on the lights and the 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 sound is a little bit quieter, um, for children that are like autistic and have just like uh, these uh, sensitivities to sound and light like that. So they have programs for you for your children and activities for these children and and the spouses and everything. So it's a great program. They do. They I'm do. Not, I'm not shitting on it at all. No, it's no, a great no. program. It is. Yeah, they do. Like yeah. you said, there's something else I've always seen. I don't know if it goes along with like the Hearts Apart stuff too, but I know it's like I think they might yeah. be included or they have their own like special events that they do. So like with the Hearts Apart, you get your, you know, like the spouse of the you know of the deployed spouse hat they do they put on things such as like dinners and when you're allowed to you know like zoo dates and different things so they do that yeah. with efe oh my gosh <laughs> efmp <laughs> families as well um which is mm -hmm. so nice like because it's already like stressful you know whatever is going on it's already so stressful and Hard. So it's so nice that they put these things on for, you know, families to have a good time and get together with other people that they may not know and be like, you know, get to meet other kids and other people with whatever, mm -hmm. you know, they have going on too. So very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was my spiel that I wanted to go on. If anybody has more information for me, like if you guys have been through what I'm going through right now, I would love to hear from you. It's and it's really for my own reassurance. Because <laughs> uh, okay, so I had a friend when we were stationed in Montana, and she is diabetic, and she uses a insulin pump. So she has this insulin pump. They got orders to Guam um, years ago, and they got denied because of the insulin pump, and they fought it. They're like they appealed it because they said they on base they didn't treat her pump. The only thing she had to do in order to be approved was switch to um, injections instead of the pump. But then they did more digging and they found doctors on island who were very knowledgeable of her pump, which I think was the issue was that they didn't have any anybody that was knowledgeable of her pump, like that specific type of pump, because I guess it was right. like a newer edition or something. I'm not sure. But yeah. anyway, so they were able to find a doctor on on island on the island 
that had knowledge with that specific pump. So they went down, they, like I said, they appealed it and they got, they finally got their orders and I was like, okay, we have a shot. Like that's what, that's who I'm like referencing when I feel like this because I'm stressed beyond motherfucking belief right now. And that's who I go to. I was like, okay, uh, my friend, she had this, this is a severe case. She actually had it. She's a FMP. They denied it. She appealed it. They got to go and she still got to keep her pump. And even though, and she had like switched over to the injections, I think. And she's like, I don't like it. So she went back to her <laughs> pump and she got to keep her pump. That's and they're doing great. Yeah. So they were there for a few years and um, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well, I know we don't need anything so we can appeal it. And like, like Dave said, we have a really good chance. Yeah. Because if we don't get them, I'd be so sad, Jen. I'd be so sad. Well, they should. I mean, that's the thing is they should see that. They should see that you guys don't need any anything extra. You don't have to go see a specialist. Like, everything is Mm -hmm. under control. You don't need any special medication that could be hard to get. You know, you don't need to see the allergist. Like, it's not a big deal. It's it's manageable. And it's not anything that's affecting him in any sort of way that he has to deal with on a daily basis. So... Yeah, I don't. And see, when he does get it, it, it's just an inconvenience. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which yesterday he came home from. He t- he does archery after school, right? So I went to pick him up, and we came home, and he like took off his shoes, and he's like, "I have a mosquito bite on my toe," and I was like, "Well, you guys were running around around right now outside in the evening." I was like, "There's mosquitoes. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine." I was like, "It's just an itch," and he's like, "Ah, oh, it keeps itching." And then he's like, oh, my gosh, I have a bigger one on my toe. Look. And he showed me he has a blister on his toe. I was like, why do you have a blister? So I was like, you know, mom mode always. Like, I'm always worried about what my kid, what's wrong with my children. And I was like, why do you have a blister? I was like, well, show me how you stand in archery. And he showed me. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Do you do well in archery? <laughs> that stance. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. So anyways. um, And then my daughter told me. Oh, he he was like, I had P.E. I was like, oh, I was like, and I remembered because my daughter had had P.E. the previous day and they made her run a mile. Her what? little five-year-old legs. Yes, that's what she said. We had, she's like, we had to do a mile run. And I was like, baby girl, you're five. I was like, how? I was like, I can't even run a mile. <laughs> I, I like, used to how? have to run a mile in high school or, yeah, in high school. Yes, yeah. In high school where you're, what, between yes. 15 and 18 years old. Yes, exactly. Five. So she said that they had to do a mile. And I was like, okay, well, I, I could see my daughter doing it. She's got a lot of energy. They but do. my son, on the other hand, yeah, you've seen my son walk. <laughs> like, it's a struggle with him. And so I said, oh, I was like, oh, it's like, dude, did you, like, run? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was running a lot today in PE. I was like, did you do the mile run? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, but I was running a lot. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, that explains the blister on your toe. Yeah. And so I was looking at it this morning. He's like, don't pop it. I was like, it doesn't hurt. I was like, if you peel the skin off, it'll hurt. I was like, if you pop it. And I was like, let me pop it. He's like, no. I was like, okay, fine. You live with that blister on your toe. Good luck. But, yeah, so my poor son. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I can't wait to hear more details on your story. I hope they come out with more details on your story that you'll be able to give us an update. Yes. I want to know why. That's basically my one. I want to know why. Yeah. I think that's, like, the main thing for – I'm sure for everyone is probably, like, why did why? this happen and how? Like, how – 
How was he able to get on post and why did he do this? So it's I'm I'm definitely going to be keeping up with this and just seeing if anything else comes up about it, especially even update on his sentencing too. maybe by then they'll have more details out on what what happened and all that. So we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all your information and discussion about EFMP too. That was really helpful and we're all rooting for you. We're sending you all the good vibes, fingers crossed, Thank prayers, you. whatever you want. It's coming your way. Yeah. Good vibes. Put them out in the universe. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting, I was like, 2020 has been a bust, yeah. but I have received, we received good news, right, during 2020. And I'm hoping that that good news keeps on going. Like it keeps rolling into more new, more better news and better possibilities and more growth in my husband's career which is really where i feel really bad it's like are we hindering you from from being the best you (laughs) you can be (laughs) so and also for myself because this move is going to give me more opportunities to work yeah because it's such a it's a bigger location yeah bigger location i guess i could say so it might give me more opportunities and for my children too you know it just fucking see the world exactly i want to see the world i'm not done i'm not done seeing the world maybe that's what i need to be a professional world seer a world traveler you could get your own air balloon and travel the world (gasps) (laughs) i'm scared of heights (laughs) (laughs) i am i'm scared of heights i'm claustrophobic but shh don't tell people don't tell veronica about that don't disclose yeah don't tell you (laughs) Yeah, but I am. I'm. I'm like. That's one of my um, invading thoughts at night. It's like, what if I get stuck somewhere where it's really small? If I watch movies with, um, you know, which one gives me horrible anxiety, um, or did give me because I've only seen it one time. Um, the Descendants, the one, the, the, the descent descent? where they go down in the hole. Yes, where they're spelunking. Yeah spelunking is that really what yeah. spelunking is yeah yeah where they go cave exploring that's uh spelunking huh right yeah okay okay okay, sure okay. That's what means. yeah we've used it in a different manner yep. jen mm-hmm. yep but that's not <laughs> correct yeah we've used it in a very naughty anatomically <laughs> Well, we have no, we haven't used it. We've referred to we it. Referred to it as we weren't <laughs> participating in any of the spelunking things. Spelunking, anyways. But yes, that's what it is. It's cave exploring, basically. Yeah. And I know um, what movie you're talking about. Yeah. It it's horrible when they're crawling through that little space yeah. and the rocks are falling behind them. Yeah. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I was like, Come down, bitch. You're watching the movie. <laughs> you're not in the movie. <laughs> it's like the any like caves freak me out too. I'm not really like super claustrophobic, but with like caves when you have to like kind of like crawl through teeny. Mm-mm, I'm out. Teeny little Mm-mm. you know things where it's like mm-hmm. you. have have to like go sideways and shuffle through like i uh yeah that's really hard for me to do that's hard i have i have dreams like that constantly yeah where i'm like if i have to get from this point to that point from point a to point b i have to go through this teeny tiny space where I, it's like the whole i can't stick my face in the water situation it's like that that's how i feel like i'm claustrophobic i can't stick my face in water i can stick my face in the water from the nose down or from 
the eyes up. That's it. Like all together. Mm-mm. Nope. Those senses <laughs> don't work under there. I'm, I don't. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. That's why when we were in, in, in Greece and you're like, look at the fish. And I was like, fuck your fish. I can't hold my breath. I can hold my breath long enough, but I can't. Like, I can't do it underwater. Nope. I can't. Yeah. But I've been diving. Diving's fun because I have something in my mouth. Yeah, you're breathing. To provide so... me with air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry. Well, it'll be okay. It freaks me out. It'll be okay. Everything everything's gonna be it's gonna work out i can i can feel it i can feel it okay thank you jen I'm sending you I can feel all our listeners sending me good vibes all of us all of us everywhere around the world because we are thank around you. the world so, somehow or, or another i've yeah on our map of statistics it's worldwide <laughs> we're worldwide think about it think about it when i get to my next location i might meet you you the listener right now i might meet you and we might become best friends and from previous episodes you know i'm fun yeah so <laughs> we can be friends <laughs> and then i can invite you onto the podcast to interview you yes right yeah yeah it's what i've said I'm before with other people i've new people meeting in new places they're you know they'll go i didn't know you had a podcast and it's like why yeah. yes i do yeah. and we do interviews too so be yeah. ready <laughs> you can come to my closet <laughs> yeah come into my closet come into my slash guest room slash podcast room that has blankets and pillows everywhere to soak up the sound so no one can Welcome. hear you or can they they can because then we broadcast it out to the world <laughs> there it is there you are there you go here we are here we are again here we are. Around yeah. and around again. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> as always. Yeah, as always. That's what we do. There you are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, Jen, that's all I had for you. Thank you. Same. Go to bed. I'm going to go have lunch. Yeah, that sounds work. great. Well, I'll say wink, 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 wink. Thank you to all our listeners today for listening in and just hearing us rant. If you guys have any information on the topics that we discussed today, I'd love to hear them. Um, You can send us like your discussions, concerns, or anything related to the topic or any other topic that you guys want to discuss. I'm open. We're open for anything, any sort of interaction. We love it. And you can do so by emailing us at dependusplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then also don't forget to check out Milso Muster. And if you wish to subscribe to that, it's only $4.99 a month. And you get um, everything military related for you guys. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a good source for you guys. Um, but, yeah, here we are. There you are. And um, thank you guys again so much for listening, for all your support. Keep the comments and the emails coming. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and share with your fellow dependents. Yes. So they can listen to us. Yes. Because there's somebody out there that really likes us. I know. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> Deep within my bones. Okay. So just, um, yeah, you stay safe. Stay home. Be careful. Wash your hands. Just wash your hands. Gross. All the time. (laughs) And don't forget that wherever you go, there There you are. are. Yay! Goodbye.